Welcome to Great Points, financial insights for improving your relationship with money. I'm Matt Schroeder, Certified Financial Planner and Director of Financial Planning at Great Point Wealth Advisors, a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in Boston and Danvers, Massachusetts. Happy New Year and welcome to 2022. Uh, This is another episode of Great Points with Matt Schroeder. Uh, Looking forward to another great year of uh, recording some financial tidbits and knowledge that I've accumulated over the last 20-something years in the industry. Um, and as we kind of just turn the calendar to another year, a lot of people's you know, focus for the start of the year are New Year's resolutions. And a lot of times those resolutions, when they come to personal finance, usually sound something like, you know, I'm going to get organized this year, I'm going to save more money, or I'm going to spend less money, or maybe I'm going to look for a new job, or maybe I'm going to learn about you know, one new idea or topic. Um, and all of those are valid and noble goals, um, but you know, we want to take a minute just to talk a little bit about goal setting and then really try to issue a challenge uh, as a great way to kind of get the year started. So when you're setting any type of financial goals, anything that's too uh, vague uh, is usually easy to hit and also easy to miss. So save more, we'll save more of what, save more where, save more how much. So anytime you're setting a financial goal or any goal in real in, in real in life, uh, you want to make sure they're you know smart goals. And if you're not familiar with that acronym, um, smart goals they are specific, uh, they are measurable, they are actionable, they are realistic, and then they are time bound. So if you say, hey, my goal is to save more in 2022, instead of just saying save more, say I'm going to increase my 401k contributions by one percent over last year, and I'm going to do that before the end of January by contacting my HR department. It's specific, it's measurable, you know, most people can afford to save, you know, just 1% more, especially if you got any type of pay raise or bonus in the last, you know, 6 to 12 months. So, you know, that's that's the type of a goal. Uh, when it comes to saving, uh, spending less, um, you know, maybe it's having, you know, if you spent a $25 a week at Dunkin Donuts last year maybe this year you try to only spend $22 you know try to make it specific try to focus on maybe one aspect of spending as opposed to just a blanket you know spend less because anytime you send it too generic there's always that thing that pops up in the middle of February that wasn't part of your spending plan uh, and then now you're not sure if you're spending less or you spend more in the first quarter of last year so um, when you're starting the year off, like I said, have a positive outlook. Uh, you, you, you know, with 12 months of planning, it's, it's amazing what can be accomplished. But try to make it in bite size uh, segments because um, you know a good financial plan, like anything, it, uh, if you just do it once and never look at it again, uh, it's kind of just a, a stack of paper. When you think about the exercise of planning and uh, you know the exercise of being financially aware, uh, it's about breaking things into to bite-sized uh, nuggets. So maybe one of your goals is to just review your credit card or debit card balance at the end of each month. Take five or ten minutes, just look through your purchases and make sure they're all your purchases and then also maybe maybe highlight or look at the things maybe you could have done without and maybe try to use that as a, as a, as a guide for the next month. So. So we talked a little about goals. Uh, now on to my challenge, and I, you know, talking with clients, you know, one of the first questions we usually talk about uh, is cash flow. So, uh, you know, very simple question, Mr. and Mrs. Client, what did you make last year? Um, and when I ask that question, it's amazing how many different answers I get. 
it's not not very uncommon for people to go, you know what, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I say, okay, well, what's your base salary? Uh, and some people, when they think about their income, they know exactly what their base salary is. You know, my base salary is $72,000 a year. You know, maybe they just had a salary review, so it's fresh in their mind. For others, they don't necessarily know what they make, but they know what gets into their bank account every two weeks or once a, or once a week or once a month. So I'll hear answers like, you know, it's $1,522 biweekly. That's what I make. Um, and, you know, then there's other uh, people that maybe are self-employed that don't pay themselves a regular salary or maybe people that have a couple of different gig jobs that, um, you know, they make 2000 a month from this one, this one once a quarter, they have something that pays them a few dollars over here. So they're not, they're not exactly sure what they make. So my challenge for you is to look back on 2021 and answer that question, what did I make last year? And there's a couple of ways I want you to look at it. But most importantly, I want you to solve for what was the amount of money that got into my bank account in the 2021? And that could be from your uh, salary. Uh, if you get a bonus, so it's salary plus bonus. If you've got multiple uh, income sources, so add up all those different income sources. And if you've got a, you know, a gift from a family member or maybe a, a, an annual distribution from a trust or a family business or whatever it may be, add that in there as well. So uh, if your base salary is $72,000 and each month you get a, uh, you have to, your, your boss gives you a paycheck for $6,000, but then they withhold taxes. And maybe you put money in your 401k and maybe you have some withheld for health insurance. So what actually gets into your bank account may only be $3,200 a month. Or if you do that for the year, about $40,000 a year. So what we're trying to do is figure out what's the amount of money that actually went into my bank account in 2021. And that is basically your top line. So the first challenge is what did I make? And you know, it would be helpful too also to figure out what the gross number is, so the total number. So what was your total base salary? What was your total bonus earned before taxes, before all the deductions were taken out? What was the total number? But really, uh, for the point of this conversation, I want, I want you to think about what was actually got into my bank account, okay? And now the second challenge is what did I spend last year? So if you look at your debit balances, and sometimes you get a year-end summary that says here's all the money that went out on debit card purchases, or if you have credit cards, add up all the different credit cards. Not so much what you paid the credit card, but what actually you got spent. So new purchases or new credits, or, you know, new uh, charges on that card for the 12-month period. Uh, if you write checks, sum up all the checks that you wrote. Um, if you use cash or you, you know, push money into an ATM account, Look at all the ATM distributions. So you add up all your ATM distributions, all the checks you wrote, uh, all the credit card purchases, all the debit card purchases, um, you know, uh, and all those things add up to what you spent. So if you take what you received in your bank as a net amount, and then you minus what you spent, if that's a positive number, then you should have that positive amount number reflected somewhere in one of your balances. So if you started the year of January of 2021 with $5,000 in your checking and savings account and you did the math like we just talked about and you had $5,000 of extra, your checking or savings account should have $10,000 in it. Or if you have an investment account or a Roth IRA that you're adding to, uh, that 
one of those accounts should have showed a net savings of $5,000 somewhere. Um, so it's not uncommon for people to tell me, oh, I, I could save $1,000 a month, but when we do this exercise, they realize they're you know, kind of breaking even. Some years they're five or $10,000 ahead. Some, some years they're actually five or $10,000 behind, you know, if an unexpected wedding or house repair comes up. So um, it's a really great exercise from an awareness standpoint. So before you go and start setting your goals about how much you're gonna save or how much less you're gonna spend or you know, what, uh, what new job you're looking for and how much income you, you need to earn in that new job, it would be a really good exercise to spend, you know, this might take a half hour, it might take an hour of your time, uh, dig up those uh, receipts and dig up those things to really come up with those numbers. Um, and I would set a goal of doing this by January 31st. And the reason why I'll give you a couple weeks is because um, usually annual reports for credit cards take a couple weeks to generate. Um, your bank statements may come in mid-month or you know maybe not get them right on the first of the month. So. By the end of the month, you should have all the details that you need, all your credit cards, your debit cards, your bank statements, everything that you've, uh, all the information you'll need to do this homework. Um, and like I said, it's a, it's a good exercise from awareness at the, at, at the least. Uh, it might shock you uh, the differences or where the money's coming from and where it's going to. And if that creates uh, some good anxiety, maybe that'll cause you to, to make some proactive decisions that will help with your overall long-term financial planning goals. Like I said, there's not an exact spending strategy for everyone or a perfect budget for everyone, but there is a good balance or a good mix for you. Thanks for taking your time to listen to this episode and for your continued support of Great Points. Once again, Happy New Year and have a great day. Now, I hope you can apply some of what you heard today to improve your relationship with money. And thanks again for listening. Until next time, I'm Great Points with Matt Schroeder. Great Points is hosted by Matt Schroeder. Great Point Wealth Advisors is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with the securities laws and regulations. Great Point Wealth Advisors does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through Great Points. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.